oh my God, you guys, I am so excited. We are about to start our improvised podcast, but first let's do some warmups. Oh my God. I love warmups. Okay. Okay. I know one that we can do. Let's do five things. Okay. So I I love five things. Yes. We love five things. Okay. Are you ready to start? All right. I'm going to go with you. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Name um, five cereal brands. Um, um, uh, 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 Cocoa Puffs. One. Fruity Pebbles. Two. Kicks. Three. Generic Brand Flakes. Four. And Crispix. Oh, five. Five, These are five, five things. things. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, all right, ready. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you. Okay. okay, okay. Name five things that. Uh, name five crimes that you committed. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my God. Uh, shoplifting. One. Um, assault. Two. Uh, battery. Three. Um, I cheat on my taxes. Four. Um, murder. <laughs> five. Oh, five things. Five things. <laughs> okay, I'm going to choose you. Um, I think your name was Rasputin. You're new to the group. Okay. Okay, okay um, so just what are, name your five powers. Um, I have mental skin. One. I have telepathy. Two. I can make force fields. Three. I can do intangibility. Four. And I also have a healing factor. Yay! Five. Five things. These are five things. Oh, my God. Um, Thanks for playing Rasputin. Okay. How'd you get your accent? In a lab, in a big test tube. Interesting. I'm going to use that to start a new improv game. What is improv? Life Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 254 of CBQ Legacy. Yay! That's Comic Book Queers. I'm your host, Evil Jeff, and as always, I'm here with Brett. Hi, Evil Jeff. How are thee? I'm doing well, for a change. You are? I, I mean, I know. It's rare. It's <laughs> so surprising. <laughs> How are you doing? We took a Oh, I'm doing well, too. You were off in Vegas, weren't you? I was in Vegas for a work event, and I tell you, I had the time of my life. But now, is it true that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Or can you tell us what happened? No. Um, yeah, um, we did. We had a number of work events. We saw. Oh, we we saw Mad Apple at New York, New York, which is the new Cirque show. Not new, newish, latest. Uh, we also I saw a show called Opium, which I love. It's insanely vulgar, and there's a lot of crazy talent involved. Um, but before I saw the show. I got to see it from the backstage where there is a restaurant. So you eat at the restaurant backstage and then you go see the show and see like all those weird entrances and exits that you were witness to while you ate. Well, what was in the middle of those? So it's like noises off kind of where you see like kind of that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Wow. Did you gamble? Are you a gambler? I did. I did. I gambled. I played for the first time. I played more real roulette, roulette's my game, at a real table than I did the electronic roulette at the electronic table. Uh huh. Are you just are you just a red red black person? No, 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 no. I've got some. I've got numbers. I've got vibes. I've got pattern recognition. Did you win? It's. I did. I wound up being uh, all said and done seventy five dollars (laughs) up. That's great. It's great. I love Vegas. I actually prefer downtown Vegas. I don't. It's gross. But that's why. Because it's the white trash in me who like went to Ocean City, Maryland. Like it just feels like, oh, this is what I deserve because I'm trash. Ew, you deserve better than (laughs) Fremont Street, girl. Have you not been to Four Queens? Come on. I was the fifth. Come on, girl. Uh, It's great. I doubt that. No, I like staying at the Cosmopolitan. I've been I've been Ping. to the, there's one downtown. I was at the downtown Cosmopolitan. Oh, there is no Cosmopolitan downtown. Now, granted, once when I did go there, it was uh no, I think it was called the Metropolitan. I can't remember. I was shooting porn. Yeah. I shot it was, I shot it was, an spelled incest, with a K. I shot an incest <gasps> scene. Was it real incest? Um, well, the two it was two brothers. And they, uh, it was a threesome. So they didn't do anything with each other, but they okay. were naked and having sex uh, with another person. Wow. They basically, this is the crazy thing, is they were separated 
for years because they were kind of like sent into foster homes. And then the one they guy, made each other too horny. No, but then no, when they were like five. And then oh. the one went into porn, and that's how the other one found him by being like, oh, I <gasps> go to this porn site. And then he's like, I want to do porn too. And that's how they found oh, each wow. other. Randy Blue bringing people together. That's a great story. Anyway, um, they were very nice people. It's um, heartwarming. Yeah. And um, and then it was also, the, he's a famous porn star now. His name is Ashton Summers. I don't know if you've ever seen a video with him. but No. He was the non-brother person. He is gorgeous. And it was my first time him working up. with him. And it was in Vegas. And that was the thing is I would shoot porn in the during in the morning and then go go play slots at night. God, there must be so much porn being shot behind closed hotel room doors oh, yeah. in Vegas. I mean, yeah. Every other door. Um, speaking, Don't come in. We're have, filming. Have you been? Have we talked about Poker Face? Have you seen Poker Face? I love Poker yeah. Face. Yeah, good old. Good old Vegas. Natasha Leone. Just one Natasha more thing, Leon. madam. Oh. I love Poker Face. I love the like '80s TV vibe of it, like your your Columbo, your yes. Matlock, your yes. Murder She Wrote vibe. Yeah, it's so repetitive and formulaic. People have said to me that's why they won't continue watching it. It's why I love well, it. Well, I think it's the people where you just realize where you're just like, did you? They're like, it doesn't make any sense that like all these murders are just happening around her. And I'm like, girl, um, did you realize there's like 300 episodes of murder she wrote? Thank you. Angela Fletcher was a was a menace to JB Fletcher. She was <laughs> cursed if nothing else. Like if, if she was if not Jessica a serial Fletcher killer. Fucking, she if was Angela cursed. Lansbury showed up to a town, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Someone is about to die. But you, oh my that's God. where you go with it. It's like the fun. I feel people these days just can't just like sit back and like the, they everyone can't su- just have fun. No one has a suspension of disbelief anymore. Right. But then I'm the same person being like, I'm sorry, we just read this X-Men book. And then physically, this doesn't make sense that it was two billion years ago. So maybe I need to lighten up too. And like Marauders, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Listen, speaking of them X-Men, we're going to talk about them in a little bit. I think first we got to hit some hot topics. What do you say? Yeah, hit it. We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Speaking of hitting, um, oh, <laughs> Jonathan Majors is pulling an Ezra Miller and is getting arrested for some assault charges. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What the is spin happening? begins. Who's to say what happens? But already there's being updates to articles in the New York Times and Washington Post that's like, oh, okay. Well, according to the woman, he didn't even do anything. I'm like, okay, here we go. That what Marvel got we're like, off. I'm sorry, Kang is basically the center of our entire plots for the next phase of our movie. So we- This needs to go away. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be talking later about um, a revenge TV show that I've been watching. Oh, and it's a lot of blackmail and paying people off. Yes, and I am convinced that Kevin. Oh, Feige that's what's going on. Showed up to that woman's apartment with a bag Absolutely. full of money and was like, "Nothing happened." And she's like, and "Okay." Like, <laughs> he was probably wearing a full ass Iron Man suit and had his palm repulsor like aimed at her face. <laughs> exactly. He was exactly. like, "Knock, knock." Boing! I know. They're just like, we're not having an Ezra Miller situation here, bitch. Oh, my God. But I had heard some... We're going to get real gossipy. This is horrible to say, but I had heard some things about Jonathan Majors in the past that he was kind of of a dick. Yeah. But that's not the same thing as committing violence against... Exactly. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. I will say, though, I heard many, 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 many things about how Emma Roberts is one of the worst people to ever work with. And she's a total bitch and she's awful and treats cast and treats crew and treats everybody terribly. I refuse to believe this. But then she got, uh, oh, honey, I know I dated her assistant on Bling Ring. Oh my God. And she apparently there's what she wouldn't talk to anyone else, any of the other female girls, just to fuck with them. And there literally, this is what the guy said to me. He was like, he goes, Oh, they were gonna go have lunch. Do you want to eat with them? She goes, No, I'm not talking to them. I can smell their pussies from here. I can smell their pussies from here. But then lo and behold, a few years ago when she was dating Evan Peters, they got both got arrested for for domestic battery. So, oh right. Sometimes it is connected, but we don't. We do not know. 
No one we else. We do not know. We don't but... really know because it's a he said, what? she said. Is yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow showed up on my TikToks talking with an IV, doing an interview with her doctor with an IV, talking about how she's getting all of these chemicals IV'd into her, which I later found out is the chemicals that are in eggs. Which is what? like, you could just eat an egg, bitch, but she won't she's eat an egg, an egg because eggs are inflammatory. And she talked about how she only eats like bone broth. It was basically like, hi, I have an eating disorder. And and everyone was talking about it. I'm like, why is oh, she God. doing this interview making herself look awful? It's because she was trying to deflect from the fact that she was going on trial for a skiing accident. He says he was skiing down and then she runs him over. Stops, looks at him, all like huddled up, run over and hurt, and then just is like, "Oh right!" And skis, oh wait, I remember. Skiing. She said, "You just got gooped," and then took <laughs> off. And then she was like, and like made a fart sound, and then skied off. <laughs> she made a little cute, but it was an adorable fart sound. Yes. Now, however, like, he is saying, she is saying, no, he ran me over. And then he like rolled down and then I just kept going because he hit me. So it is definitely a he said, she said, because of my hatred for Gwyneth Paltrow, I want to believe the guy. I want to believe the guy. I will say I've watched a little bit of the trial and the best thing you have to look it up, Brett. There's a part where the other side is just like, well, I don't understand, but basically she's just a liar and lies all the time and has lied in this court. And you see Gwen <laughs> Paltrow just go like, oh, and her jaw just drops. She's like, oh, and then her lawyer's like, oh, objection. That's like badgering the witness or blah, 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 blah. It is hilarious. Like seeing Gwyneth Paltrow, who literally probably fires people every day if they look at her the wrong way. And someone oh being like, God. you're a liar. Like when she knows it's televised, she's just like, oh, like it's kind of amazing. I have to watch every clip of this. I know. I will say in the, in the where, she, where she's on trial and she's giving the thing, she's coming across like such a bitch. Like oh, I was no. like, they really. She's just like, no, that's not what happened. Mm. And I'm like, oh, they needed to teach you like how to come off like likable. Yeah, yeah. Just she should just be Pepper Potts. And it's funny though just, because just to go to the other side of the story, my friend worked on a TV show where she was a guest star, and he was writing on it, and he worked directly with her, and he was like, she was lovely, and she was super nice. So it's like you never mm. know like what you're getting. But I was like, but also you were the writer, so she probably felt she had to kiss up to you. Yeah, but you I'm never sure know which Gwyneth you're getting. Exactly, you never you never know what you're gonna get. You never know what my you're gonna get with Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow story. I have a friend of a friend. Remember, everybody, don't sue us. This is gossip. This is just pure gossip. Please do not sue us for it's like, parody. Bible. Yeah, a, fr- a it's friend of a friend told me that they were working at a yoga studio. Oh, this is so true. I can feel it. And the per- a person did not recognize Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. And so the person working behind, they were like setting up some yoga class. And then she was just like, as she was like, like registering her, she was like, have you done yoga before? And she just went, um, all of you are doing yoga here because I've done yoga before. Basically what? saying everybody does yoga she because I yoga? because I made it popular. <laughs> She's out of her fucking mind. Now remember, these are all just gossip. But do you want to believe them? You want to believe them. Do we have any proof of it? We do not. We have no proof of any of this. But we have a very strong feeling. Yeah. Oh my god, we're just two little gossipy bitches. We are two little gossipy bitches. Should we gossip and bitch about some X Men comics? Yeah, let's move our gossip to Krakoa. Oh my god, hit it. I was reading X Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. Should we get the bitchy ones out of the way first and then sure. talk about some Sins of Sinister? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about uh, Bishop War College. We have Bishop War College number two. Um, what'd you think? Um, I thought I have some problems it was with it. Yeah, I thought you do. Going to the other dimension, seeing where all the X-Men are black, there's your story. 
It was like a few pages. Oh, right. And the rest yes. of it is just Fenris battling all of the other people. Attacking children. Attacking children. And I'm like, I do not care about this. Go back to Black Jean Grey. Like, you're, you're yeah. just like, what, what is happening? That we're, You're missing the interesting part of the story. That whole thing with Bishop not being an X-Man, if he even has powers, who even knows in this alternate universe where like all the X-Men are black. It seems like they don't know because they, they, they didn't really... I guess they almost seemed like they didn't recognize him at first. Yeah, it was very, that's what I want to know. I want to know about that. That's the interesting story to me. It's Earth 63. Mm-hmm. That's has, great. Has, any, has anything ever been to, uh, assigned Earth 1? I don't know. You know what I would do just to fuck with people? If I ever was writing a Marvel comic, they would never let me do it. I would put Earth 1 and Earth 2 in there, but they would be DC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Isn't that what they tried? Watch Squadron Supreme be Earth One. <laughs> anyway, War College. It's it's not that it's it's like bad. It's just they they're not realizing what the interesting part of the story. Is. Yeah. Well, you've got this amazingly interesting Bishop and Tempo. By the way, her name is Tempo, not Tempest. Editors of this book, they called her Tempest. Calling her Tempest. In this oh. book, they refer to her as Tempest. What's the What's the five? What's the girl from the five? What's her name? Tempest. She's Tempest. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. I know. Like, could you get her name right? And yeah, so you have this super interesting plot with Bishop and Tempo. And then you've got this just, you know, recycled, uh-oh, kid, young mutants are in danger. And we they don't have, have our learn powers. how to come together. And yeah. It's just so been there, done that. And then you've got all this great new territory. And the majority of it is spent on the boring part. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. He's like, oh, back to this part. Back to Fenris. Oh, back to this. Back to these. (laughs) Why are we inventing new Young Mutants, Cam Long? Well, just just stick with who we got. A lot more mutants, I'm telling you. Ay, 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 we've never invented. Like, okay, we either so need mutants. to have 198 mutants or we need billions of mutants. I, it's like, how about just just go with the ones that you already got? Stop the it. roller coaster we've been on. Um, I have nothing else to say about that. I, I have a feeling okay. like, because there, there's a chance by the next few issues, they'll go more into the other world and then I'll be like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, it's great. But let's talk about Marauders, which seems like it was the end. This is probably the last issue of Marauders, it seemed like to me. Does Didn't it feel like this was a series finale? It did. You know damn well there's going to be a Marauders 13 with our luck. Um, no, because it looked like the next episode, in the like the next issue, was for the Fall of X. And that's why I am very oh, nervous yeah. that this plot line, if this plot line is the basis of Fall of X... No, hell no. I'm going to shoot myself in the face. No. I'm joining Al-Qaeda. I can't do it, Brad. No. No, don't. Basically- It won't be. Kitty Pride. they went back two billion years because we're in a world where two billion years ago, before every other living thing came about, there was also mutants and they were living their life and Krakoa was there as a person and then became Krakoa. And they went back in time, and then fucking Strife was there. And what's his name? What was the other bad guy's name? Yeah, Brimstone Love. No, John Sublime. Sublime. Sublime was there. And you're like, why? And so they come back. They bring the three people from Threshold back that were previously brought there. And then they're like, oh, we can kind of maybe bring all of them back. And so they decide to form a new five, like a ghost five. And they're going to bring back everyone on Genosha because they think Genosha yeah. is where Threshold originally was. Okay. And I'm just like, so now there's going to be another Genosha with separate, different, like all new people on top of the Iraqi. I. It's like I just. Who gives a shit and as i said i went onto my where i read it there is a follow-up and there are pages of people just you know discussing the comic yeah do you want to know what the number one comment that was being said over and over what does anyone know what the fuck is going on i don't understand yeah. this yeah that's that's the vibe on twitter also it doesn't make any sense i just don't know who 
agreed to this. I feel like somebody was blackmailed. I don't know what's happening. It's not good, and I hate it. I I read this one, and I truly, truly tried. And I also was lost, but I also couldn't help but skip over panels. Also, who is the guy with the squid chest? I don't know. I feel like, is that a previous character? Because Or did they rip it off from... Uh, Umbrella Umbrella Academy? Academy. Gosh. That's all I have to say. Yes, not good. And so I'm just like, I'm I'm hoping that it's just over and done with, but now we're going to have to deal with another Genosha. And then it's like, oh, if it's Follow the Mutants, are they just going to genocide them again? I feel like they're like- But they didn't go through with it, right? Like they didn't wind up doing anything. No, I thought at the end, they all burst through the ground and a bunch of people popped out. Oh, Jesus. Right? uh, But one of the guys looked like the bug guy from Mars. I don't know, from Araco. I don't don't know what's happening. I I don't like it. I don't like it. The only thing that I liked when she was back together with fucking Emma Frost at the end, because I forgot, I totally forgot that Emma Frost was like, yeah, I got this for you. And I'm like, oh, that's right. When Mystique... She had Mystique steal yeah. that. All of that led to this garbage? I can't believe it. And then I was like, at least have Kitty just like eat Emma's pussy out or something. Make Give me something to like be happy about. I just, then she was talking oh, to her okay. dad and that was stupid. I just. So ugh. the make more, so, okay, the, the, the mutants coming out and being birthed, wasn't that two billion years ago? So they were basically creating this society from 2 billion years ago, like they're not around today. They were ensuring that history happened. Oh, so they just did it so that it still. Yeah. She did it in the protozoic era. Oh, that's why it said protozoic era. I see. I just did not understand what was happening. Oh, thank God. So they aren't there. Oh, no, it was, it's like, it's like a long shot shatter star thing. Like, right. You know, like, they created their own story. They could like, there's, it's a self-fulfilling oh my cyclical, God. Oh, which okay. I don't like. Which, which also means there was no point of it ever happening. I know. And honestly, when we saw Emma Frost, I was like, oh, don't you pin this nonsense on her. <laughs> but I will say you this does make me happier now that you explain this. It does make me happier knowing that there isn't a bunch of new beings on Genosha. Yeah. yeah I, but yeah. I'll tell you this. I, the last issue, I reread it like twice. I was like, I'm gonna figure this out. And then I'm like, okay, oh, I'm gonna Lord. go into the I'm gonna go into the forums. What do they think? And everyone's like, I don't understand what's happening. And I'm like, everyone's Fuck. like, I'm I'm here trying to ask everyone. Oh, we're all nobody clueless. knows. Okay. Well now I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad that I didn't get what was happening, but I think no one else did either. And that just shows you that it's not a good book. It's been the problem with this book all along. It's just all this dense, like it just this book tried way too hard, and the art. I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, connect no, to I, it. I, me neither. But I also feel like people just don't realize it's just like what makes a successful comic is where you have these characters with histories, have them interact with each other. Yes, people we already have emotional investment in. It's just this book focused on plot, not character, on such an imbalanced scale. Like all the weight was put into plot on this one, and, and no character, and, none and especially of it character. when we already have established histories, you don't even need to make up histories. Do you remember? Oh God, what was it? Was it another aston? I think it was an astonishing reboot, and it was when they brought back. Um, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? He's one of the five. Moira's son, Proteus. Proteus. Do you remember the astonishing run? Was it astonishing where the team was Psylocke? Um, it was like Psylocke, Phantom X, um, Angel, Rogue, Gambit, and Mystique. Do you remember that? No. What? Psylocke, Phantom X. This was like, what? Befo- it was before Hickman. Oh, wait, it's coming back to me. Before Hickman. This is like yeah. when the gold and blue shit was all going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember it was when they would do those was that reveals. that an uncanny X-Force? Maybe I, I I or it was like it was it was like a reboot of a, like of an old one. But I remember they did it where they were all in in silhouette, and then they would reveal one by one who it would be. And I remember yeah. being like, "Oh my god, Angel, Phantom X, and Psylocke, 
they're all, that's like a love triangle. What? Oh my God. We have Rogue and Gambit and Mystique, the mother who's like the enemy of the, of the couple was, oh, and then Bishop was in it too, I think. But then was any of that addressed? No. no. <laughs> Did they go into any of that? No. They're like, oh no, we have to battle, uh... We've got to battle um, Proteus. And that's why I was like, do you know who does do that? Hellions. Hellions went into that shit. Who did Hellions? Yeah. Duggan? No. no. Um, Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells and Jerry Duggan. And I will say the same thing of like Leah Williams and uh, what's the other name? What's the... Um, Kelly Thompson. And Kelly Thompson. They go into the histories and oh, use the characters. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. That's what I want. Just fucking That's what I want. do it. Well, <laughs> if we're not getting that in the books now, well, okay, let's, before we get into Sins of Sinister, we have to talk about what's happening in Wolverine number 31. Yes. I like this shit. I, Beast is fucking dangerous, yo. Can I just say, I am pissed at how much I like this. <laughs> I know. I have been... So against, I have been so against this whole X-Force beast. I was like, oh my God, just get on with it. But when they got on with it, I was like, oh shit. He's basically like, like a full villain, but not only is he full villain, he's still like, I'm doing this for mutants. And I realized everyone Which in Krakoa is, is so stupid. I just need to do it on my own. That's that cliche of the best villains think they're the hero. Yes. Like that's that's what's going on with Beast and it's going to make a it's going to make for a good villain. And not only that, which is the only thing is it's very it is a little bit similar to the idea of all the sinisters. He's cloning he's himself. He's become sinister. Yeah. He's cloning himself, so there's going to be a bunch of beasts. Although I do feel the end of this, I I, I am curious of like do you think there do you think there will be any sinister at the end of Sins of Sinister? There's gotta be. He's such a good character. Yeah, I, I'm curious of like how that will pan out. But but now we have well, all these multiple have... beasts. I'm interested in having multiple beasts versus multiple sinisters. But I do have. We're a gonna feeling... have all four sinisters in a, in books, like the whole Fall of X. All the books leading up to the Fall of X. There's one about Apocalypse um, and his family. There's one about uh, the, the different sinisters. Okay. There's, yeah, there's like four new titles that were announced. Oh, we should have hit those in hot topics. Oh, did they go over what what they all are? Yes. Should we should we go over that really quick? Yes, we should. Okay, let's um I totally Okay, so let's see. What 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 ones do you have a list in front of you? I do have one book that was announced which is well, I think this isn't pre-Fall of X, so let's hold on isn't to this. Is there one. Uncanny Avengers coming back? Yes, that's what I was talking about. Okay. So we have Uncanny Avengers. Is Havoc going to be in it? I'd like to see the new like crazy Havoc being brought back to that because he was a main character in there. I'd love to see the Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. But they're bringing back Rogue. It looks like Psylocke will be in it. Penance. Love that. Um, What are these other Yeah, ones? how about Monet? Oh, my God. Yeah. But is Monet goes by penance when she's in that form? I think she does all the time. Okay. Okay, so we have Sons of X. And that it looks like we're seeing Mother Righteous. This looks like a, a, a continuation of Legion of X. Like a Legion of X. Because we have Legion Sons and Nightcrawler. We have the Heralds of the Apocalypse. And is this just going to be showing like what they've been up to this whole time? I hope so. Love that. And uh, um, we have Mutant First Strike. Mutant First Strike, which it looks like Marauders was saying was next. So is this the... Not that it has anything to do with Marauders. It's got Jean Grey on the cover, but... So is that Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Bishop on the cover of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's who it is. We have X-Men Before the Fall, the Sinister Four... Um, so it is interesting. I mean, that that's the one, my one complaint about the, this whole sinister thing that we're watching. And I, and I guess not a complaint because you know, it's going to happen. It's like, it's all just going to be reset. Like it's all going to be reset. Like we clearly know it's just going to I be mean, reset. I mean, I don't know because 
we could be seeing the end of Krakoa. We really could. Hickman wanted to end Krakoa, and they were like, no, no, we need more. But no, but this is going a thousand years in the future. It's going to be reset. They're going to find a Moira and take it back. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Yeah. But then after that, things may not be the same as they were. Yeah. But But of course it'll be reset. But at what cost? At what cost? I think now I think now it's time let's go into this. We have an immoral X-Men and we have uh, a Storm in the Brotherhood and we are yeah. now 100 years into the future. And I love the fact that we just see all of the X-Men are just young because they can just be resurrected. Um yeah. the one thing I wish they did is I because it's like they would get old and then die. I wish some of them looked old and some of them looked yeah, young. Yeah, like they were in a later stage. Like someone was right? like, Emma was like old and being like, well, because of my diamond form, I still haven't died yet. You know, or something Emma's like- Emma's like, yeah. no, 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 I die every month. Or yeah, or or that. Um, and then we have a thing where it's like poor Sinister is kind of trapped and he's using his chimeras or chimeras, however you say them. He's using them to make sure he doesn't get killed because that's the only reason they're keeping him around. And who is the biggest villain of them all in this is Hope, it seems like. She's a real piece of shit. She's a real piece of crap. And then when they finally made Rasputin, where it's like, I've I've made five. And they're like, can you do six? And he's like, can't do six. And they're like, okay, well then, bye. All right, well, bye. You've See hit you your later. limit. And she's like, well, I guess we're all going to kill him. And all of them are like, uh-huh. But little do we know, that's not who they're really looking to kill. Oh, no, 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 no. The other thing that was interesting is they it looked like they've already done, they broke the rule that there can only be one version of someone because there uh-huh. were like multiple versions of the five. Just multiple versions of the five. But because Hope can't really come back, right? It looks like they're having trouble bringing Hope back. She's just like a weird soup of body parts. <laughs> like Cable. Yeah, that they're just using to kind of complete the five's resurrection process. Oh, no, that's right. The pile of body parts. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Yes. The result is she looks more like Cable because she's covered in metal. Yeah. And the thing that's interesting is then Exodus teleports away from her in the middle of this battle. And then he's like. I mean, he is a sinister. Yeah. And he's like, you don't have any powers without me. And I just realized the best person to follow in a religion is, is someone who's martyred. So I yeah. we don't need you anymore, bitch. Because also we just need your primordial ooze. So bye. Yeah. And bye. they just fucking kill hope. I was like, oh. As soon as someone is purposeless, mm-hmm. they end them. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. And then the big finish is our original Mr. Sinister deprogramming Rasputin. So she now has free will and is the heroic... Rasputin that we'll see in power that we saw in powers of 10. Yeah. And was, was Rasputin in the hundred years away? Was she also in the, she wasn't in the thousand years. She was just in the hundred in powers of 10. I think just in the hundred, maybe I am curious of like, of whether they're going to bring her back to the present. If she's going to have be something where then she comes back. She's another moneymaker. Yeah. But at the same time, she's also a little too powerful. Yeah, yeah, well, tell that to Superman. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is fun and exciting. I, so Rasputin's like, I'm going to save us. And it looks like, meanwhile, it's kind of like the leftover of the galaxy has formed with Orbis Stellaris are fighting against Krakoa, the X-Men. And then there is still... The um, and then there's still the little Nightcrawlers and Mother Righteous, and then there is still Storm and the Brotherhood. So those are the kind yeah. of last factions, and so we get a nice, good old, old Storm in a wheelchair. Like, hey, y'all, everybody, what's up? I love this bitch. Mm-hmm. I love her. She is so much more decisive and over it than <laughs> she's ever been. Yeah, she's over it. I'm also interested. What else happened before we get to the main thing? Is there anything else interesting? 
Well, it's cool who's on her um, in her faction. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, an old Marvel boy is the first character yeah. we meet an old Novar. Um, just looking daddy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And then he welcomes Destiny on board. Destiny, who's been hiding on the world farm with Orbis Stellaris, I would imagine, uh, with Mystique up until now, because Mystique, she did. Yeah, she finally was like, I'm not going to just like sit here in this box with you. And she's like, the whole reason I didn't start this thing over was so that we could be together. And, and, and Mystique basically said one of my favorite lines from Poison Ivy, the movie Poison Ivy with Drew Barrymore. Um, oh, where she was Ooh. talking about how her mother, <laughs> oh my god, how her mother like died, but before she died of cancer or something, she like went around um, driving in a convertible, and she was just like, because my mom said one day with the top down is better than your life in a box. And basically Mystique was saying the same thing. She's like, I, I like I need to go. Let's go fucking do something. Like, what's the point of being together if we're just like trapped in this room? It sucks. One thing that's really interesting is on her team of like she so she creates a new freedom force essentially. On her team is Hercules um with a giant minigun, a female Nova, and uh Sevier Blackmore from Wolverine, like that weird pirate dude. Yeah. That was in a lot of issues of Wolverine. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, all of that was very, it was fun and interesting. She comes back and she's basically like, I've seen the future of what we can do to stop um, Orbis Stellaris and we can blow up the Moiras. And when we blow up the Moiras, we'll reset the timeline. But Destiny's basically like, okay, Mystique's dead. So now let's, okay. Let's, now let's, let's reset let's, it so let's, let's I can be with Mystique. Okay, let's also just, Storm, can we just talk about the bomb ass pussy Mystique has. Like, I mean, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, she, Destiny is willing to destroy the entire world or not destroy the entire world based on whether she gets to still have sex with Mystique. Yeah. What is going on? These lesbians, I'm telling you. These lesbians. And then she's like, I just can't, she's like, okay, Storm, Mystique's not around anymore. So let's, um, let's do it. Let's go back. And Storm's like, the fuck we are. So I'm like, I'm not killing a universe. Well, no, not yet. She goes, okay. <laughs> to Mystique's face. She's like, to Destiny's face. She's she like, goes, okay, yeah. good. Good yeah, plan. Yeah, let's do it. Because then it all turns black. The reason it all turns black is because right as they're about to press the button to explode, hatch it through the head to Destiny. And this was a ballsy play because they had Korra juice up Destiny's powers to see, you know, whether or not this thing that Storm was going to do is possible. Uh, like, Destiny could have easily been like, oh, my God, you're about to kill me. But she just her saw the blackness. About- she just saw the blackness yes. of her death and thought it was so great. the reset. <clears throat> and that's when Storm nope. is like, yeah, maybe 10 years later, I was like, let's restart it. But there's whole worlds. There's whole people that have been born. There's like an entire universe that's living on. I'm not going to just fucking yeah, kill all like, the It's too them. late. It's too late for that. Yeah. Which I respect. Storm is always totally on the right side. That. And I will always, tell you this, even like Krakoa, because right it's, it's very scary. The problem with Krakoa, which if Krakoa does need to die, is the problem. It's very close to fascism. Krakoa is very close to fascism. And Storm is the one being like, no. <laughs> like, Storm is always the voice of reason. And I, oh, you, absolutely. Can go, you go all the way back to her first appearance. She is always the person that is always doing the right thing. Even when she fucking killed... Um, Callisto. She is always doing like what needs to be fucking done. Exactly. If anyone was like, Brett, what do you think of this situation? I would say, what does Storm do? What would Storm do? Oh my God, let's make t shirts instead of that. What What would would Storm do? do? What would Storm do? Yes. Copyrighted. And then I just have a taser with me and I would just be like, snap, copyrighted. You know what? I'll tell you what Storm would do. Storm would channel her latent sorcery and her Omega level weather cosmos powers. And she'll open up a fucking wormhole in space. Hello. That's not weather, but it is. And then she's just going to, she's going to put that world farm right through it. Progenitors, Moira's, all of it. Chilling. 
And so- No dominion for you, Orbis Stellaris. And so she, where did, where did she blip them all to again? Ooh, good, good question. Did it get shown where they, where it all went? Because it wasn't destroyed because otherwise the universe would be reset. No, it wasn't. It was transported out of Orbis Stellaris's hands. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, I guess we have to start over. I'm just going to kill everybody. And then he just kills oh, everybody she... on board. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, we could all die because <laughs> there's no point in living anymore. Um, they go to the far edges of the universe and just plop the world farm there. Oh, OK. Now, I'm, here's my question, though. Does Orbis Stellaris die or did he just kill everybody else or did he kill himself, too? I bet he killed himself, too. Oh, interesting. Because what's the point? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck it. I do love that line where he's like, he's like, well, it's all gone. And life support. <laughs> You're just like, well, shit. <laughs> well, we can end the life support systems, sir. Um, but unfortunately, using that much power, a hundred-year-old, well, I guess she's like 130. A 130-year-old yeah. woman can only do so much, and it kills her. Storm's dead. How great is it that she went out like the 90s cartoon version of Storm, just yelling, <laughs> just invoking and I call a, upon a power, the thunderous just a power stance. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. And so now we're going to, and so I think that's the last hundred year one. So does that mean it's, is there any other hundred? Thousand. Going to thousand. Shit. So we'll have the three titles and then we'll have sins of sinister dominion. So maybe Orbis Stellaris is, a lie. I don't know because if Dominion, that's his goal. But then Mother Righteous also was trying to get to it first. Yeah. Interesting. But wow. Mother Righteous showed up and she was like, I'm just a ghost. I'm just watching. I'm just a ghost. Um, yeah, I was really I'm really into it. I'm liking it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I can't I can't wait for it to hit the climax. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm just nervous where this whole fall of X is going. I'm nervous. I'm always nervous. Yeah. I'm also just nervous in general because I feel like we're in this downturn of superheroes with Shazam like tanking at the box office and Ant-Man not doing that well and being badly reviewed. I just feel like we're just like people are just like, yeah, we don't give a shit anymore. So I'm just like, we need the X-Men. Yeah. 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 It's that's the whole answer. Dummies. It's the whole answer. Um, but you know what? I'd like to talk about some comic books that aren't X-Men, if you don't mind. Hit the music. Comic, 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 comics that I have read. There's other comics than the X-Men. But who cares, really? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Miss Pat. I want to talk about some of the women of Marvel. Okay. And I want to start with Miss Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat. Nope, that was the title of her old book. She has a new book just called Hellcat. 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 I feel like you and I should like be giving more power to Hellcat. Okay. She's kind of iconic. You know, like, you know she's how she definitely started, like right? a fag hag. Like, she's a very much of like, she's kind of like has a, daz- oh, yeah. like she has like a dazzler personality. Yes. Where she's like clearly like a gay man. Because she a was a former body. celebrity. <laughs> yeah. She was a former teen celebrity. Yeah. It's actually brilliant how they've folded in. So, I mean, back in what was it, the 40s, 50s, there was a comic book called Patsy Walker, and it was just about young teen Patsy Walker and her girly life. And then that gave way to a book called Patsy and Hetty, which was about Patsy and her rival, Hetty Wolf. And that went on for years in like the late 50s, early 60s. And they folded all this stuff into Hellcat's past. Like Hellcat's story now in the comics is that when she was a teen, her mother wrote a comic book about her and made so all of that of is the name. story off of her. It's not actually what. Yes, that's great. I love it, and that. it's very Jessica Jonesy, like what they did in the show. Yeah. Um, so it's great. So now Hetty is still involved in this book. She's still Patsy Walker's rival, but Patsy, since those days has become a superhero. She's gotten occult and psychic powers. Yeah, I was going to say, she had some sort of like sorcery powers like she got like 15 years ago. Yeah, she spent time in hell. I mean, this went from like teen sensation Patsy Walker to like, now she's a hard boozing, hates herself, Jessica Jones kind of alcoholic crime fighter. Yeah, love it. And I'm like, this whole story, I love this whole thing. Who's writing it? 
Um, Christopher Cantwell. Oh, I don't know him. Written Gold Goblin, written Iron Man in the past. Uh, and Hellcat was very much a part of Iron Man, that title in the past. In fact, she and Tony Stark were a thing for a while for the past few oh, years. Shit. Oh, my God. And before that, you know, it was Damien Hellstrom. Yes. So this book's really cool. This book's all about like, am I a good person or a bad person? Essentially. Um, but she uh, she's drinking. She's having a tough time. The book opens with her being arrested and she's covered in blood and her hands are all bloody. The man that she recently fell in love with is found dead and people are accusing her, but she doesn't remember anything, but she doesn't think she did it. Oh, no. And so it's her trying to figure like out how this guy died. she was too drunk to remember? Yeah. Or Jeez. something happened, but but it could be. Everyone's like, it's probably the booze. And you're like, I don't know. It could be something else. Come on, Patsy. Clear your name. Whenever I hear it's Patsy, bloody... I think of Patsy and Adina from AbFab. <laughs> right. That's another great part of this book. <laughs> But the art is really good, too. I have to look up the artist's name, but the art is really like the panels are innovative. And um, I highly recommend Hellcat Girl. Okay. I really I'll do. Yeah. The other one is She-Hulk. What's Rainbow Rowell She-Hulk. Have happening? you been? I, 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 you, like, you say something. I, I, I'm like, I, oh, I, it's good. And then I'll read what you told me about. And then I forget to keep reading it. Yeah. So Jack of Hearts. They're still on the couch talking. Oh my God. You're like, all right, it's 20. It's issue 80 and they're still talking. <laughs> What's that the line artist... from the Golden Girls where it's like apartment 4C? Oh, apartment apartment 3G. I haven't read that comic strip in over 20 years. Well, let me catch you up. It's later the same day. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> the artist on Hellcat is Alex Linz. Okay. Love it. Love it. Um, She-Hulk, Rainbow Rowell. They're still in the couch. So they are full on a couple now. Okay. Jen Walters and Jack of Hearts. However, Jack of Hearts just got his powers back. And as you know, his powers are of great danger to Jen. Yeah. So now they can't touch again? Well, they're touching and it's fine, but he's being like overly cautious and it's starting to annoy her. She's like, oh my God, just fucking stick it in me. (laughs) Basically. And he's like, no, 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 no. I might hurt you. It's so big. Yeah. And so they're having problems along those lines. Um, what else is happening? She starts a fight club with Titiana and Volcana. Okay. And the that thing was like a thing in the, in, in like the first one. Titiana was like, come on, fight me. Yeah, <laughs> it's official. They have their fight club and that's super cute. Um, you know, but Jen is always like getting called away on a case during fight club. It's a great formula. Um, and then what happens is Jen is, oh, she gets a call from <sighs> Susan Richards and Sue is like, there's this thing going on in the Baxter building. I need you to help keep guard and like keep watch. And while she's doing that, there's this like gentleman's thief who shows up and is trying to break into the Baxter building and she fights him, but he's besting her and he's flirting with her the whole time. Oh my God. Is it Gambit? And he's. He's like, no, I don't know who it is, but he's just like throwing her around and like being coy. And she's like, oh, who is this man? So right when things are rocky with Jack, here comes this new super thief. Is guy it going to be very debonair? Is it going to be? Deb- I mean, it's, so it's not that you don't see his face or anything. You do. You do. I just don't know who it is. Oh, okay. He doesn't name himself and she doesn't name him. Because that's also very similar to in the TV show where she's like with Daredevil being like, oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it feels very much like that. That's fun. It's fun. Love it. Girl Power. Yeah. Girl Power. These are great books. Speaking Read of Hellcat. Girl Power. Can we talk about a show I've been watching? Hit it. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. This show does not have anything to do with powers. It does not have anything to do with superheroes. But, Brett, you need to watch it. And yes. What is it? It is a K-drama, but I don't care. What is Did it? Did you ever see the show the show Revenge with- uh, Yeah, with um, Sharon Carter. Imagine all of that. The problem with that show is they kept trying to extend it to longer seasons. And you're like, can you get the revenge, please? 
This did you get the revenge? It's sixteen episodes. So revenge. I'm on so episode thirteen. So revenge is being gotten. And basically, trigger warning for anyone who wants to watch this show. It's on Netflix. It's called The Glory. A girl is brutally bullied. Like, brutally. Everything you can possibly think of. I'm talking essay, burned with um, curling irons, like, scars all over her body. Like, bad enough where she ends up having to leave the school. Oh, my God. And you're just like, these psychotic popular kids, it's like the popular kids, are awful. Psychos. Cut to 20 years later. They're in their late 30s. Mm-hmm. All of the popular kids are now rich. And the main bully girl is a is a famous like weather forecaster on TV. And she Ooh. has a kid and she's married. And this woman shows up 20 years later as that girl's um, elementary school teacher, as her daughter's elementary school teacher. Okay. And the thing that's good, and, and she's basically just plotting to destroy all of the people that were mean to her, like one by one. And it's just fun because literally almost every conversation, like the first time they meet, like the woman walks in and finds out she's the teacher. And she's like, why are you the teacher? What are you, what are you going to try and destroy me or something? And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I am. I am. I'm here. And the person who plays it is like, everything is just, she's just full deadpan. Like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna destroy you. And then people are like, "What do you want? Do you want money? I'll give you money." No, I don't want money. I just want you to suffer horribly. Like it's so like this woman is getting her revenge. Like she's so horribly treated, and she just beautifully is just getting back at all of these asshole rich people. It's just beautiful. Uh, Sounds it's, great. It's so the glory on Netflix. The glory, and it's just, but it's all like just women looking at each other, being like, "Huh." What, you think you're better than me? Yeah, I am better than you. Well, fuck I am. you. Oh, yeah? Well, and I shall have my what? revenge. I'm blackmailing you and I have proof. Well, you didn't realize that was being recorded when you... Like, it's all like cat and mouse and like, oh, it's great. It's really fun. Great. I highly recommend it. Um, it's definitely very triggering in the beginning because they're bullying her so horribly, but it just makes the revenge so much It makes juicier. the revenge sweeter. Yeah. 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 Revenge. Ah. Oh. The glory Watch of it. revenge. Revenge. It's very similar to an old movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I have it on DVD. It's called The Girl Most Likely To. Starring What's S- this? It's a TV movie made in 1973. Starring wow. Stockard Channing. What? And Ed Asner. Written <gasps> by Joan Rivers. <laughs> Nuh-uh. And Stockard you Channing. Stop. Yeah, I have it on DVD. It's called The Girl Most Likely To. Everybody look it up. Stockard Channing, pre grease Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing, they actually do things to her face. She's super ugly. She's overweight. She comes to college and is one by one bullied by all of these people in the college to the point where she's bullied so bad she runs out into her car and gets into a car accident. But however, no. she's in a car accident, gets plastic surgery, loses all the weight comes back gorgeous and gorgeous. unrecognizable and one by one decides to kill everyone that was mean to her. But it's written by My Joan Rivers, so it's a God. complete comedy. It's done as like oh, a full comedy. <laughs> this sounds incredible. It's amazing. Ugh. It's really oh funny. Oh my God. It's really funny. Um, anyway, uh, that's- What a queen. And, and then also the other thing I'm watching, speaking of revenge and bitterness and blackmail and 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 female characters yelling at each other, I've also been watching Drag Race. My God, the blackmail and the the backstabbing. Well, I, this is the first in a while where the 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 people not liking each other and getting angry. They get, don't like each other. Is, is everyone's always like kumbaya? But now it's like no, I don't fuck. Like literally, season fourteen was major kumbaya. Yeah, and mistress is like all I don't stars fuck was with you, Lucy. I don't fuck with you. She has no respect for her. Yeah, so Lucy Laduca. But I can see why. Spoilers. I can see you see you see through it. Lucy Laduca is sent home. She was let loose. She was let loose. Loose. I will say she was she was too loose. I will or say wasn't loose enough. I didn't want her to be in the top four, but I do feel they kind of it felt very forced that she was. It felt like yeah, very prescribed. I, like I we felt, all know Lucy's going. I honestly going. felt that um, Mistress did worse. Than Lucy Latuka. 
I loved Mistress's like mean looking little project. I thought it was great. Every time I saw the woman that she dragged up, I <laughs> just started laughing. I know. I think my problem was that they were mad because Lucy's character looked just like her. And they're like, well, we don't really like this look. And you're like, you're just being like, we don't like you, Lucy. So yeah. You're picking. Yeah, exactly. The whole point was to make her look like your sister. And she did. Where I don't know. But whatever. Lucy is gone. But damn, everyone's fighting each other. Selena as titties is going out and about shitting on Ross Matthews. Have you heard about that? Really? Oh, there's no. a video of her being like, Ross Matthews, fuck you, faggot. You're fucking faggot. What? what? You think you're funny? You're not fucking funny. You don't know anything about fashion. Fuck you. Like Selena the- had such a negative experience the whole time. And because she was friends with Lucy, and Lucy was like the cl- person she was closest to, when she said her name, she went off. And she apparently like ripped up all of her pictures. Oh, and my. And so Lucy was also- Just because Lucy was like, I think Selena should go home? Yeah. And and she also hates Anitra now because she said Anitra. How do you said her hate name. Anitra? Exactly. But then but then apparently Lucy Leduca got all up in her feelings. This is like from the Roscoe, the things they film at the Roscoe's in Chicago. Yes. Where they apparently Selena Titties, when she went home, she they have like everybody had when they do the stand up interviews, they they like they all have their photos so they can make sure they put the hat in the same place so that they look the same. And okay. Selena ripped up Lucy Laduca's picture and Lucy <gasps> found it and was like, why did she do that? And then apparently she was like, oh, that fucked with her the whole rest of the that episode. Wow. Wow. So drama. Yeah. And Lux, my God. My God. When she was like, which, which queen should go home? And Lux was like... <laughs> Let me give you a dissertation. Of why every queen's good except Lucy LaDuca. Except Lucy LaDuca. And then she's like, honestly, I I felt like I wasn't mean or anything. I'm like, girl, that was the meanest thing anyone has ever said ever. That was so extra. It was so extra. It was so mean. Oh, my Lord. Like, none, no respect for Lucy. But here's the thing. Lucy's very talented, but the yeah. problem with Lucy is Lucy is like shows some like very delusional narcissistic tendencies. Oh, absolutely. She just can't let it go. Being like, I guess she can't let it go. You can't. It's so annoying. Know what someone who is not unique says? I am very unique. I am unique, yeah. and I am different and unique. Stop and saying listen, that. You, you're coming across I argue, as a bonkers, insane person. Yeah, I mean, like the whole not being able to let go of um, uh, losing, you know, of not being in the top. Of whatever episode that was, all of them. Sit, was it Anytime the she wasn't one? in all the top, them. she would complain that she wasn't in the top. But the first time she went deep on complaining that, like that first time, and then she kept doing it. Yeah, it's delusional. And then she was counting her her mini challenge wins as regular. You're wins. counting the mini challenges. I've won doing? more than everyone. You're like, what are you talking? Oh about? my god, you cannot. You are so petty and like, in not in a fun way. And that's the problem is why you can see people aren't really coming to her defense and stuff. I think right. she's super talented. However, she's she, see-through. I think, she, I think it's not just see-through. She, I think she's in, she is in the delusion. She does not realize she's in it. how yeah. she's coming across. I don't even know yeah. if it's see-through that her being fake because I think she's like that all the time. Yeah, no, you're I don't right. think there's a drop the facade and then there's normal Lucy. I think that's her twenty four seven. It's all facade, it, but it's all exactly. facade. Exactly, because no, like, no I don't have go. any friends in Connecticut, and you're like, girl, we just was the Connecticut where half the queens were from Connecticut, and all of them don't like you. That says something. But whenever, how do you feel about the top four? Are these the right four? This is who I predicted, well, pretty much a while ago. It's the right four. It's definitely the right four. Um. I think there's like a thing where everyone feels Sasha should win, but I feel I'm team Anitra. Sorry. The energy and the momentum is it's with Anitra. You can just feel if they give it to Sasha, it's, it, it's almost going to feel obligatory because and, and, the momentum is with Anitra. And the problem is they usually don't like to give it to like a legendary queen because, yeah, and yeah. this is the sad thing is, is drag race is about the future of drag and Anitra is the future of drag. Anitra, Anitra won as soon as she chopped that wood yeah. in episode one. I know, right? She won. Yeah. Ah. 
This is great. And the fact that she's racking up so many wins lately, it's just so great but to see. But she was in the bottom twice, and Sasha's um, only been in the bottom once, I think. Never yeah. had to lip sync. So it's a very, it's going to be very tricky. But I'm very I'm tricky. Team Anitra. Team Anitra all the way. Go, Anitra. Oh. All right, girl. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot. Anitra is like a superhero name. It is. And she dresses like a superhero with those kind of like leotards. Yeah. And she had that battle scar. And she, and she does eye, fucking Taekwondo. Like cable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. We All did right. it. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our show. And thank you so much for the lovely conversation, Evil Jeff. Well, thank you, Brad. It's always a joy to talk about these things that no one else wants to talk to me about. I feel gayer because before the show, I read some comic books. You did? Mm-hmm. What? I've, and what's that old saying? I've heard that saying. I think that if you read comics, well, then that makes you... <gasps> Queer. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.